Yeah. All right. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> Happy birthday, Miss. Hey, what? Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. How are you well, doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, I've got my coffee. Things are much better. <laughs> <laughs> I love that your shirt says wake up. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Sleep is a value of mine. I was reading the other day that people, and I knew this was true already, but mm. that people will sooner die of sleep deprivation than of hunger. Yeah. I told it's you it's important. <laughs> it's a real thing. My my friend just got diagnosed with sleep apnea. I'm like, uh, that makes a lot of sense now as to why you've been feeling so garbage lately and she's got a lot of other issues autoimmune issues I'm like you need sleep that is the only thing that helps keep your things in remission yes. is that we can live without a lot of things but that is not one of them so yeah yeah, yeah. how are you I'm doing hold on a second I have to let my dog out the door take your time I guarantee she will come back and scratch on the door in a second, but oh, no. I don't know. One of my dogs to do the same thing. So <laughs> um, my dog is getting more and more obnoxious by the day. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I, unfortunately we talk about like self-preservation, taking care of yourself. Um, yeah. I was actually forced to take time off this week. I was off yesterday and I'm off on Monday. Um, and it was because I was so burnt out that I was making mistakes. And uh, my supervisor came to me halfway through uh, the week this week, and he, uh, last week actually. And he's like, um, what's going on? You've made mistakes that are not normal. And, uh, are you okay? I'm like, not really. I got put through the ringer for three straight weeks of my former boss, just being yeah. the C word. <laughs> um, yeah. Did um, you call your supervisor the actual word? Cause that'd have been funny. Yes, yeah. I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he, he, he concurred cause she treated him just as poorly. The difference is he gets paid more than I do. Um, and he has technically more authority than I do. So it's, it's a bit of a different power struggle there. Mm -hmm. Um, but the mistakes I made for the new, uh, chief financial officer was like, they were, I felt bad. It felt really bad that they happened. It was like, I was having so much anxiety mm -hmm. at work. And he's like, are you, you need to take some time off as like, all right, I'll take two days. Um, it's not enough. I probably should be, I, I mean, I could afford to call in sick for a straight week at this point, honestly, I'm not going to, but I could. Um, this is kind of one of the moments where you're like, I kind of pray for having COVID just mm -hmm. for a second. Um, a valid reason to take time off because feeling burnt out is not a valid reason, apparently. Not a valid <laughs> enough reason. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is like in the corporate world, it's not. Even yeah. if it's like, it's a mental health thing, it's just not enough. Yep. And I kind of know that if I took 
I'm struggling kind of what I want to talk to, about today because this is like goes back into the the future of like wanting to be a coach versus wanting to do this kind of work anymore. Huh? It's been a while, but this la- the last three weeks was kind of making me feel like, God, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and it sucks because like I'm finally making enough money for the first time in my life. I'm like actually making what the job was always worth, um, which was such a frustrating thing. I spent 10 years at like fighting just for like crumbs of a salary and I was not, and it got me into injury and all these other things. And now I'm finally making real salary for California, mind you. But I'm also like, it just, the mistakes and the things that happened to me, I'm like, I, I, this can't all, this can't be all life is Mm -hmm. up to be. I mean, it's like, I know some people really love being, there are people out there. I don't know who they are. I don't know why they exist, but there are people out there that like running people's lives for a living. And I'm not sure why. And I wonder to an extent, do they have some mental illness attached to that as well? That's half funny and half not funny. It's like, um, because you really take being someone's senior administrator or assistant or, or PA or whatever it is, you take a lot of emotional beatings for really small things because people are reactive. And, um, and as much as like you're a human being and off the clock, people remember that you're a human, human being on the clock, you are never treated like one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it just sucks. And so being forced to take time off very abruptly and eat into my vacation that is like, um it's funny I talked to the guy the guy from Luxembourg about this who's like has such a different like such a different world view because his company gives them unlimited vacation and then they give you a paid vacation in addition to that whereas like in my industry like many I'm like getting our I'm getting like nine hours I'm getting a day of vacation every single month that I complete a paycheck And so you can't build it up fast enough when sometimes like you need it. Mm -hmm. And every time you have to get forced to take time off, you keep eating into that. So your desire to take a longer vacation gets trumped every single time because you, you have to use it for mental health reasons or whatever the reasons are. And, um, and so it's hard having that conversation with him because he's like, can't you just take a month off? It's like, I would love to, I could take a month off without pay. I probably wouldn't have a job though. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the big difference. It's like, it is. I'm starting to wonder, I'm like, am I going to make it for three years of this? I hope I am. I'm trying to stick it out so I can have some financial stability while I'm becoming a better coach and working with people and 
and doing that um, because it's just, I'm tired of waking up in the morning and feeling I'm not good at my job and I've been doing it for almost God, 14 years. It's like, fuck. And just because of a mistakes of one week versus all the good that I did the previous week is like, why do I always feel like I'm just one mistake away of getting fired? I've never been fired, by the way, I've never been fired from a job in my life. Um, but I also have never, I, I've, I've done jobs where I've been a public servant and being a public servant is bullshit. <laughs> That is how I feel this morning. I chose violence this morning when I woke up. <laughs> so <laughs> I choose violence. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that that's what's going on this week. Uh, and part of last week, definitely for sure. So because we didn't talk last week. How is Mr. Luxembourg man doing? Last I heard he was in the hospital, right? He yeah, he's still in the hospital. Um, I talked to him daily. They're finally pulling him off of pain medications post-surgery. So he's like slowly, say they say maybe about another week before he gets released. But in Germany, they're holding, they're kind of holding him there because he has to pay all of his $28,000 bill before he leaves. So, yeah. So he's paid uh, 75% of it. So he's, he has to pay it and he has to, has had to petition friends, neighbors. Um, and I'm sure he's had to talk to his, his boss and his company. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but part of also the reason that this medical bill is in such an issue is uh, his entire department got suspended for under investigation for someone uh, taking a lot of, someone member of his staff taking a lot of money. We're talking like, uh, he said, he's like, just think close to billions. I was like, fuck, okay, that's bad. And, and I'm like, how? Mm -hmm. He's like, I, and we're, and he's like, we're trying to figure that out. How they managed to, with everything being locked down, like their salaries are locked down, their phones are being surveillanced all the time, their computers, everything. They know, this company knows exactly where they are at all times. It's creepy, by the way. It's so fucking creepy. Um, yet somebody stole millions. Millions. Wow. Millions. It's bad. So, and that's why. So he's on suspension and in the hospital. And so that means your health, your uh, company, your company vouched for essentially, um, your company vouches for you. So you get the, the um, government healthcare. Mm -hmm. And so since companies like you're on suspension, government healthcare is on hold. He'll get it back as soon as he's off suspension, but um, it's currently on hold. So, yep um it's a lesson in stuff that's really shitty it's like that's the pitfall it's like you get all these great perks working for these guys but fuck 
um, your life is not your own, which is also why yep. conversations I've had with him have been about, he's like, I want to, I want to leave this company. I was like, okay, I understand you're kind of in a corporate jail. You're the literal uh, personification of a golden, golden handcuff hostage here of like, yeah, you've, you've made millions of dollars working for these people. However, you can't touch any of it without their say so. Um, mm-hmm. And when things like this happen, like you get suspensions and they have to investigate and such, uh, despite making millions, he was left with three grand. In his bank, in his bank account that he had access to, they locked up everything else. Like that is, that's fucked up. You worked that hard. It shouldn't like, they shouldn't be allowed to dictate like that. But then again, it's a. I think this is a billion dollar company. Well, the he works for at this point. I I couldn't find the metrics online when I was looking them up months ago. So, anyways. Yeah, that's what's that's what's going on here. It's um, kind of interesting because it sounds like what he's going through is just a more extreme version of how you feel in your own job. Yeah, we do. Although he says to me, "Is like you work too hard. And you work harder than I do." Is like, yeah, because I make because that's always the trade off. It's like he makes a lot more. He also holds more status here. He's like a head of a department as opposed to I am. I am a senior person, but that means nothing in a world of assistance. It's like, yes, I make more money than maybe somebody below me. But the reality is, is that um, until you're like a chief of staff, which you should never be someone's chief of staff in, unless you want to sign your life away, because that's actually worse. Chief of staff is a senior administrator mixed with a personal assistant, which means you forfeit your life completely. And I'm not even sure the paycheck is worth it. I, cause I've seen what like it actually gets in the top tier. I'm like only 150,000 for signing your entire life away. I'm not sure I would ever in, in California, that's not really, it's not a good trade-off cause that is just breaking into middle-class up here which is so fucking insane um when yeah so there's but yeah he he says to me all the time he's like you work too hard and you work harder than I do and I make more money I'm like don't remind me it's like you make a hell of a lot more money than I do but you have to also have to do one thing that I don't like to do, which is public speaking. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, so, yeah, it is. It's a kind of an extreme of both stuck in some major extremes. But he has the means to get out right now. When he resigns, he has he has a lot more assets to take with him. It's a very different situation. Is he wanting to come back here? Yeah, that's the goal. He's like, I want to come back to the United States and start my own thing. He's like, yeah, sure. Um, be advised, though, you haven't had to live, you haven't had to pay rent or any of those things in a very long time yet. You, I mean, fairness, with the money he has and assets, he can buy a house outright and just pay property tax for the rest of his life. It's like. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't say I could do that. 
I definitely can't say I do that. Um, I couldn't even put 10% down at this point. Yeah, so he has the ability to buy outright in cash and have it completely paid off and just pay taxes. But then he's going to get the reality of like, yeah, you get to see what taxes are like when you can buy a million dollar home. Good luck. He <laughs> so, wants to live in California? I don't know. He's coming when he does finally come here. He's coming to California first. I don't think he wants to go back to Arizona. Um, where he's from uh hopefully when he gets here I'll get to get some more information I'm a lot more persuasive face to face getting getting people to like at least tell me and I've tried to ask questions about like the estrangement with his own family it's like well I'd like to know like what happened that makes you not want to go back there your mother's buried there you should be going back to at least like pay your respects to your mom it's been seven years but yeah it's he's got something going on with his own immediate family over there so I'm like okay I need to find out what that is um for his own for his own sake if he wants to date me I need to know or if you it's not he's like he's in the mindset by the way of like it's not even dating anymore he's like I'm and coming here to be with you is like okay and i need to know more about you than i do so we'll see how that goes yeah how do you feel about that um it just feels i'm cautious about it i don't i it's like i'm going to enjoy the ride and try to be open-minded but I'm also watching listening for like codependent stuff and and things that are coming out I don't sense and so far it's like the hard part is is as somebody who's always been on alert it's hard to read somebody from a distance still I have to get the the energy and the body language like when they're in person Mm -hmm. really know for sure but I'm I'm listening for things that seem odd I'm not even odd but more of like obsessive I've seen stuff like that before of like this this has to be my way this has to be um uh I want this now what do you mean you have reservations about it it's like it's somebody who I've dated people who always seem like they were running towards a relationship to get away from something else. Um, I understand rebounding, but this is actually a little bit higher on the extreme level. Like they are literally running into a relationship and they're hoping that the person they're running into essentially is gonna be compliant in what exactly what they're looking for. It's like, that's not how humanity works. Some people, We'll try to be that way for a while and then um to go back to to being like no i don't want to do this this is insane mm -hmm. um i will tell you though that my if i should if he showed up here and wanted to marry me i think my dad would be like yes take her away please that way I don't have to worry that something's going to happen to her because I I had the conversation again yesterday I actually went apartment hunting yesterday 
Okay. And I went back to the building that I originally had almost like gone and like signed the full lease for. And I went and toured it fully yesterday. And the truth is it fits exactly what I'm looking for. It's 10 minutes from my job. I will not have to commute anymore. I will not have to be using my gasoline. Uh, it has the level of security as in like front door security, parking security, um, mail security, all that stuff. Uh, it has, it's newer, which means that the electric and the, the plumbing has been updated. So it's like, I'm not getting nickel and dime for mm -hmm. utilities. Um, and it's, I was actually pleasantly surprised for a small space, only a one bedroom, the way that this place had laid out, had been laid out. They're like, well, we can't give you an extra room for an office, but they built, when you first come into the apartment, they built a corner that is specifically for an office. And I'm like, yeah, I, okay. I want this. Um, okay. um, and it's quiet. It's quiet as in like, we were on, it's on a main drag and the windows and everything are insulated so well that you don't even, it's, it won't bother you on a daily basis. And that's, yeah. So it has all the things. And I had to have a like very frank conversation, a very long conversation with my dad yesterday. Yeah. And my mom and explaining what I'm looking for and explaining it. And I'm like, here's the thing. Um, I can continue looking, but the problem is on like the things that are meet you halfway in the sense of it's on this, where I'm currently living on this side of our bridge. Cause we're separated by a bunch of bridges around here. Um, the, the problem is, is everything around here is much more outdated. It's expensive for no reason. Um, the first apartment that I visited in, in my area yesterday was, all the fixtures were broken. There was mold on the windows. The windows didn't close all the way. And it was the same price as the one that is fully updated. I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, things were run down and broken. And I was like, no one's lived in here in a while. You say you guys do an inspection. I'm like, that's concerning. Um. And it was, it's unfortunate because it was like, there was a beautiful view, but it was also by a power station, like a, a, one of our, our power stations, which is, have been known to catch on fire, especially during in heat. And it was on a hill that was covered, it was surrounded by dry brush. I was like, yeah, this could go up in a minute. So there's a lot of other things. Um, and then the other one that I visited, it was in the area was like, beautiful but the same problem everything was much older um they weren't gonna they're like oh we we make sure that everything is it's always the statement of we make sure that everything is clean and disinfected before you get here it's like but no one's been living in here for several months it does not look like anyone has come in here and looked at this carpets are yellow um, there was one situation where the water heater and the heating unit were literally right next to, were, had it, were through a door that was right next to your closet in the bedroom. So mm -hmm. if the water heater floods, your entire bedroom floods. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Um, 
yeah so there's i'm happy i'm honestly i'm still considering just going and continue to look just for argument's sake um it sounds like you already like what you found though that one i mean yeah is there any way to sign for a lease starting in like january or something and go yeah that's what that's what i'm working with her i'm gonna actually take my dad and my mother to see it and walk around so they know what they're looking at it's and because it's like yeah i went by myself because it's my life but for their own sake of i get it i live in a you know i live in a toxic family but i also understand that half of that toxicity is just 100 percent fear my dad is just afraid my dad is going through i can i can i can try to minimalize it so much very easily because he's my father mm-hmm. um and i worry about him he's gone on this thing of he's starting to feel like at 70 he's outlived he outlived my grandfather my grandfather his father died young my grandfather didn't take very good care of himself and unfortunately um by the time they found out how sick he was it was too late he had a month and he died in his 60s and my uncle my uh, dad's eldest half-brother living eldest half-brother his other half-brother has already passed on from similar complications to this but my uncle is dying of alcoholism long-term alcoholism and uh earlier this week my dad went to an appointment with him and he was yellow so his liver is failing and so it's hard my dad is freaking out about his own mortality he's afraid he's like i never i'm afraid that no one will care about you no we won't know if you get murdered in your sleep i was like thank you for the confidence it's like i i lived on my own for 10 years with with tons with roommates my roommates didn't give a shit (laughs) i saw them and then i didn't see them it's like most people just go to work and go have their go be with their friends and yeah so i'm curious then if your parents go with you on this tour and mm-hmm. there's more resistance and they don't want to they they're upset and they don't want you to do this and blah 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 then what i'm gonna put my foot down because it has to happen so I'm yeah. wondering if this is more of a courtesy. Yeah. What I'm going to do, but you don't have a say perhaps because this is what's happening and I'm showing it to you. So you're aware. So you're aware. This, is, this is the final decision and you don't necessarily even have to say it to them, but have that frame of reference perhaps. Yeah. This is, a, this is a courtesy. Yeah. yeah. My concern would be you would take them with you and they talk you out of it. Yeah, not, the, not at this point because I already went about myself. Um, this really is. Um, this is just a common courtesy. This is like this is where so you know where your where your daughter is. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where you can ask questions. You can grill the property management company if you want. You can do so whatever. You put down any type of deposit or anything. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Um, partially because these guys work really fast um they can't do a 
I haven't put one down because they cannot do a um, three month or almost two month pre. So I have to I basically have to wait till December, mid December to put the application in so I can get a January move in date. So I have to wait because um, this is what happened last time. Because I asked, I got all the way through the application process and the problem was, um, they were like, we can offer it to you now. It's like, oh, I'm not ready to go yet. Because um, I have that conversation still. And um, well, if you went right now, would that be workable? That's something you can do now? No, no, it is not. Um, it's not because I, I need to pay off something first. Okay. I got to pay off something first. So I would prefer January. Okay. Um, and also too, for integrity's sake, I would like to at least give my dad. Right. Other, right. Two more, two more rent payments before I leave so that they can get through the end of the year before they have to go and figure out how the hell they're going to cover that, that last, um, that a thousand dollars on their own. It's just kind of, I don't have to, but I don't, I don't hate them enough to just say, fuck off. Goodbye. I don't hate them period. Really. They drive me insane, but hate as never I hate well, my brother. doing that wouldn't be hateful to them per se I mean if you have an agreement of I'm going to give you 30 days then honor that for sure but saying I need my own space is not hateful yeah making action taking actions towards doing that's not hateful because you're not hurting them you're protecting yourself mm-hmm. creating boundaries literally and figuratively yeah I think I'm more worried about financially crippling them because I kind of will. Um, they have become reliant on those. Um, my rent, my brother's finally paying rent consistently, so he's giving them rent. Um, it's they've been using it towards their mortgage, so it's actually, um, yeah, I don't really. I know it goes back to that kind of like trying to avoid the conflict of like making my own decisions to instead trying to save them the the frustration of having to figure it out on their own because they are my parents. It's really like I'm trying to undo my own genetic programming, mm-hmm. like my upbringing and all of those things of like being being Irish and being Italian daughter mm-hmm. of like you don't do that you don't you can leave but you leave on good terms mm-hmm. you make sure everyone is taken care of and you leave the way essentially you leave the way you found it that's my my grandmother used to say it to me all the time leave it the way you found it um so in other words, it's like you give them, you give them what you can and what you promised, mm-hmm. and you go do your own thing. It's funny. I keep thinking. I, I wish she was. I wish she was here, right now. I wish my grandmother was here. Also because she would tell my dad to 
stop being so dramatic. Um, <laughs> she would immediately. <laughs> but um, I wish she was here. Yeah. Because she was, I think she did not, she was the only one in my family. My mother's come around finally, but she was the only one in my family who was like, you're not required to get married in your 20s. You're not ever required to get married. And it was the reason was that she's just like, I I did find mine, but I had to go. I got married really young to run away. And he was a, a nightmare. And I ended up divorcing him. She was like, I don't want you to do that. I don't need you to go through that. Yeah. Um. So, and I was her, only her second granddaughter in her life. So there's only been two of us really before her, all of her great grandchildren. Like we were the only girls and she's just like, nah, you don't have to do what we did. It's not necessary. So that's another reason I wish she was here. It's like, she'd tell my dad, it's like, what's this patriarchy? What are you doing? Excuse me. What what is this? (laughs) It's like, you're, you were 20, you're 20 something. She's 30. She's. 30 plus holding down a job doing all the things that you did not do <laughs> until you were like her age she did all those things by herself it's like she was much more of a much more of an emancipated woman than any than anything so but she's yeah so she's done yep you got this apartment how do you think that would help you with your goals if at all create real space real space like I when I walked in there yesterday I was like yeah I I can be myself in here I can have my office I don't have to have my bedroom and office thing I won't feel so cramped it's space to be able to be like go and have a kitchen again be able to go cook again all the things that like I just basically turned the volume down on. It's not, it's so weird. I'm in a house that's huge, by the way. This house is huge. Mine, minus the size of this current room, this house is huge. But it's not mine. It's not my space. I may pay rent here, but it only feels like everything that I am and everything that I own is confined to this room. And maybe the bathroom, but the bathroom is a, is like the main bathroom for the entire, for like anyone. It's not private. People could go through my stuff and all my things in there. It's like walking into that place yesterday was like, and I looked at six different units to really get a feel of what was what and, and figured out exactly what I was looking for. It's like, yeah, I, this is, has enough light. Um, it's a clean can it's a, like a clean canvas, but it has what I was looking for. It has all the things that I would want in a space that's just for me while allowing me to be go from having an office to being in my bedroom to being in an open space to being in my kitchen as opposed to having just this constant need for like, oh, can I use this? Or, oh, you know, this is somebody else's. Oh, this is, you know. I think the only thing though I will miss is that I won't have my dog. 
and we get to take her. That will be the biggest, that'll be the toughest part. Why will you not be able to take her? Do they not allow pets? Um, they do allow pets, but she's technically not just mine. She's my parents and my brother. And this is her home. And this also has more, it has the space that she needs. So it's like a yard in the back, yeah. all of her walking paths, that kind of stuff. She's a you get a goldfish. Get a goldfish. I could also get a cat. <laughs> I could yeah. also get a dog. Yeah. I could get a small dog. Um, yeah. and we'll get there eventually. Mine, if you want, I'll hand one of them off. It'll be fine. <laughs> Send them in the mail. <laughs> Send them in the <laughs> mail to California. It'll be fine. <laughs> <in> the box. <laughs> I'm kidding though I won't do that no if somebody yeah see that's the thing it's like yeah if she was that's the hard part and that's also why this might only I may decide after this is like yeah can do the apartment life maybe for a year and I might have to really just figure out how to purchase something uh, so that I can do things like that it's hard well is the goal still to move out of out of country yeah, still to move out of country. Do you want to even purchase anything or save yeah. that for later? Out of country, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Okay. That is still the goal. But not Germany, apparently. They're not very nice when you don't have health care. <laughs> you, you have to have a lot of money if you're going to live in Germany without health care. I wonder, though, if that's the same for like fully expats, though, like expatriates. I think. Mm-hmm. there's probably they make you buy into the healthcare after that but it's mm-hmm. i think it's because he's on a visa mm-hmm. sponsored to be there he's american sponsored with a company that is um international but american and an american cohort gotcha but i found that so weird i'm like really mm-hmm. yep yeah, but is there any way you could do like a deposit to hold the apartment until you can apply in december no because we tried that last time she's like once you put the deposit in i'm I'm locking you in for for the month that you put the deposit i was like that's fine that's okay because honestly even so i applied for that apartment back in september and almost went through and the reality actually is no was it september they're like why do i have been between august and september yeah august yeah um that same unit is still open so okay. um it's actually not the one that I'm picking because oh. I realized I didn't like the layout that much after I went in it but but I mean it'll be okay okay cool um, I can wait a bit I can wait another month and then I can submit it so that come January we're ready to go because then it'll be I'll be ready for it I'll be ready for it it'll give me some time okay also just help get through Christmas because mm-hmm. the reality is is I'll lock myself into this apartment but I until I get a bed I won't be going in there right away it's like it'll be still a month with my parents while I curate some furniture to and some some things to get over there you know it's like that's really what it will end up being um and the one upside too with this is that the second month I live there, my rent is free for one month. Okay, cool. That's actually quite nice. That means that's like good. I can I just have to pay utilities and bills. 
and then I can put the rest in savings and that would be nice. So okay. oh, awesome. That's a perk. Um, but yeah, so I'll just, we're just moving through it. I'm also hoping that's like if living on living without the distraction of, you know, I love that my dog is here, but my dog comes in here and gets really angry at me for being on, on the phone. <laughs> she sits on the bed and she's like, excuse me, excuse me. My text is not okay. How dare you? There oh, you go. Thing with me. Is, that, was, I have that dog down here. Yeah. She's looking at me like, yeah, you better be petting me. Don't stop. It, yeah. Don't stop petting me. Exactly. If my, if Maggie was still puppy size, she'd be in my lap 24 <laughs> seven, um, but she's not puppy size where she is 45 pounds. She is too big, um, <laughs> but she is, yeah, she's incredibly boisterous. She barks at me all the time. She barks at me all the time. Just sits on my bed. And sometimes barks for like a good 10 minutes. I'm like, that's a lot. <laughs> I can't do this. I have to take, um, because 90% of the time I'm on a call where I'm taking notes because I'm the minute taker. I'm like, this, I can't have you do this. This is not okay today. Go over there. So um, do you work from home then? Like a hybrid schedule or? Yeah. Um, we haven't gone back to like the office portion yet because we haven't needed to. My... CFO and my supervisor are like I we don't think it's coming back until maybe late December and the December one is really just for because we're doing a Christmas party mm. we're doing a holiday party that's really it aside from that um he's like you're not required to come in unless you have something to work on um <clears throat> so like I do have to go in hopefully next week to uh finish getting rid of some files from my old boss because they're shredding related and they're like confidential information so that stuff but um yeah but it's still right now my my commute is an hour so like, the least you could come in for right now the least you're required to come in yeah you currently live over there is once a week if not even that but it just depends but this also too would allow me to go into the office to to be able to like go and grab something if my boss needed something mm -hmm. I can work from home but it's also like I'm not so far away that if I needed to go and take care of something because I am part of our operations team in addition to being a senior administrator it's like I'd be able to go and do it so that matters a lot so what what started out this call was mm -hmm. you said you wanted to talk about how your job feels like the golden handcuffs right yeah. Yeah. I'm curious then like if you're moving to this new place that's 10 minutes from your job and you're asking these thoughts or questions of can I make it another two or three years right yeah. mm -hmm. but then talking about well if I move here it'll make the job I can do these things with the job right so it's like on the one hand I don't like it how long can I do this on the other what can I do to make it better and easier yeah so I'm wondering at that tug of war there is there a part of you still that feels like I need to continue to do this begrudgingly yes tell me about it's, that. it's more of a it's the financials 
That's really all it is. I, I'm looking at it as a, I don't see this as a career anymore. This is a job. Um, this is a job that I'm going to try to get as much out of it financially as I can so that I can go and be a coach. Now that may not be three years. That may be less than three years. Um, but it is something of like, okay, I have health insurance. I would like to be able to, if I can have my surgery to relieve some of that pain, I have really good health insurance, right? Um, right. All these out-of-pocket expenses you have. Yeah. Even, well, I have really good, like the surgical part. Okay. So once it's authorized, it's great health insurance. Yeah. No, once it's like a cash run too. Um, it has other benefits as well. Uh, and also just to be employed consistently for a while at a higher salary also makes it a little bit easier. If I don't go into coaching full time right away, it also makes it easier to go and look for another job at a higher salary as well, instead of letting people constantly lowball me all the time. Um, it's um, why not do that now? I am. I always looking. I'm always looking. I look, um, look to see if there's something in the same field, like another EA kind of job or, um, I kind of want to go more tech, less, less medical, less lab. Okay. Um, I would just like to, you know, it's, the reality is, is that I kind of wanted to go in tech because I want to see what it's like in that world. Like I've never been in it. I've always been in an institutionalized setting of some kind <laughs> with the exception of one pharmaceutical company that I worked for. And it's just kind of wondering, it's like, how does this work? Like these, I would like to know what that's like. And I, and I wonder sometimes it's like, I dev, I don't have I don't have a lot of motivation to move up in an institutional setting anymore. And I think that's because I spent a long time in it and got very burned and beaten up by that system. And so even though it's like my, my family's like, you can move around this job is like, I don't really want to. I, I know that just because you move a department and institution doesn't make the, um, the bureaucracy and the other issues that are systemic go away mm -hmm. no matter how great your team is um because my team's actually pretty great right now people i work with they're great but it's the institutional stuff that really bears down on everybody um it's the fact that like you can make 100k but you see about 75k of it and in a in a system that is or not a system, but in an economy, everything's getting more expensive and people are struggling, you know? And I would just like to know that they're kind of also look at, look at it as a, well, if I understand by working there what their corporate entity is like, go in as a coach in their corporate entity a little bit easier because I don't understand it. I don't know anything about it. Um, coach for a company, like a corporate coach? Yeah, someday. We're not quite there yet. 
I still like the one-on-one individual, but you know, like executive coaching. So coaching maybe C-suite level. Yeah. C-suite level coaching, teach people, teach uh, C-suite executives to stop being such assholes to their, I would love to do that actually. Um, Cause we work with one right now in where I work. Uh, sadly, my last CFO didn't, didn't retain any of it. Um, which is why she became the cunt at the end of it all. Um, but the work is good work. It teaches people to be confident. It teaches people to not um, be so fearful all the time so that they let their power hungry self kind of take over their anxiety, take over, and they burn all the bridges that could help them in their career, or help them you know, become closer to their team. Uh, but I'm not there yet. Uh, I would like, I still like working with people on their relationship goals, their life goals and corporate world, maybe sometime and some experience down the road. I know some people can just dive right in, but I, I need to be a little bit a fly on the wall for a little longer for that to happen. So even though as an administrator, I have that experience, but I've never been an executive of any kind. Um, and executive admin does not count, <laughs> executive. Um, so it's just, we'll just see. But I, I do, I look around all the time. I try to stay in jobs for, I try to like show on my resume that I've stayed long enough to learn something about the job before I start like, jumping ship so but yes it might happen it might happen soon maybe in january we'll see but also might not be a good time to move because our economy is losing its mind and <laughs> markets yeah. change it's crazy <clears throat> houses that were going like that six months ago now aren't moving at all it's kind of crazy yep yep it is and um people i don't know if it's people are going to start buying in again anytime soon I mean I don't think most people most average people don't have the finances to do it Mm -hmm. Um, so housing prices will have to drop significantly for people to start buying again and but then they have to deal with the interest rate on mortgages Mm -hmm. that's too high for most people so yeah so it's kind of it just all depends um so where do you want to go from here um it's a good question I think really hmm. I have so many thoughts rolling in my head right now I think it basically right now the goal is to take, you know, obviously give my parents this courtesy, but take sleep mm-hmm. sleep, and move out okay. in the process. Really, I have to find a way to do, to give myself some, some grace here and to, I have to slow down somehow. I have to slow down. That's, that's it. It's like, um, 
I have to take it. I have to figure out a way to get the anxiety in my head that's making me want to go at light speed that makes helps make the mistakes slow down and stop because reality is is that um i'm making mistakes there i don't want to make and i don't want to make mistakes as a coach either mm -hmm. um but you probably will yeah i probably will oh, well we all do yeah but if they're mistakes that want to be able to be fixable mistakes, not um, decimated my career in a, in a day kind of thing. There's also, you know, that part of me that's like, fine, fire me. I don't like this job anyway. <laughs> I know. I wish, you know, there were times I really, I felt that way in a previous job. Um, they didn't fire me which fucking sucks sometimes I was like just fire me you sons of bitches <laughs> just get rid of me get rid of me and I get to file a lawsuit for abuse <laughs> against you guys because you're that's so I didn't hmm. I know. <laughs> yeah that's pretty much why I didn't um but yeah. yeah so you know sometimes I think it would be good to be fired from something to just say it's like okay now we gotta go do something else something different um wow. because i i do think though for sure and it's in the it's not just in the back of my head it's in the forefront i said this to my therapist i was like i think that this definitely this will be my last my last admin job i'm not doing this so when this ends we have to go do something else because uh i think my memory the things that made me a really strong administrator for the longest time are starting to fade partially because the autoimmune condition is getting worse. So like my memory was really sharp when I started this career. It's still sharp, but I'm a lot more unsure of myself than I was in my early thirties before this diagnosis. And, um, and obviously before in my 20s but my 20s is my 20s and I am not 20 anymore I'm almost 40 so um but yeah I can't do this forever and it's not worth doing forever because it just is kind of a having somebody's per, um, metaphorical boot on your neck for the rest of your life being an assistant yeah is a Yeah, only when you're 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 not working for the greater good there's no such thing as greater good and this is like more of when you're working with somebody who truly has the personality to be kind and understands that you know they will have off days but not they're not malicious and cruel my boss um prior to this was really cruel those last three weeks, she's actually exhibiting cruelty. She was humiliating me in meetings and things like that for mistakes I made. And I definitely know that that's why I'm like, I'm not sure I want to do this anymore. I've taken enough emotional beatings from people. And I should have been allowed to report her to HR, but she was on her way out. Because that was fucked up. Actually, she did it in front of the head of HR and all of leadership. And they just sat there like, fuck, wow. 
that was that was fucked up and said it to my boss my supervisor but nobody was gonna do anything about it so that must hurt it did right I wanted everybody kind of witnessed this happen and no one was willing to take action nobody was and my um our HR head was like just a couple more days because it was literally like the last time she did it was like right before she was leaving I was like yeah um I said to I messaged her back and I was like tell me why I shouldn't have quit after that moment she didn't say anything because she's like you should have you most people would have that was uncalled for that was cruel it's like yeah so um just be lucky I didn't so I guess I'm wondering then if you're on your way out of this job and it's a matter of when and not if, mm-hmm. and you have every right to have already left. Yeah. You're thinking about coaching and something in tech. Yeah. Right. But for what I'm hearing is a lot of, I want to coach, but not yet. Not right now. Not yet. I'm not ready. No, I, I want to, no, I, I do want to coach. And I am ready for coaching in general. I'm just not ready for that level. I'm not ready to go in and sign a contract with a corporate entity to coach it. Um, there's a lot of things of like fake it till you make it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could fake it yet. <laughs> That's what I mean. More than anything, it's like I'd be up for it. If it came, I, I'll tell you though, if it came, if somebody, talked to me on LinkedIn and said, Hey, we'll pay you, uh, to come and work with us for six months. We'll pay you $250,000 to come work with us for six months at a corporate level. And you coach our, our C, C level. And then our, um, and then our managers, would you do it? It's like, yes, I would. I'd be fucking terrified, but I would do it. Um, that's, so it's like, I'm, I want to keep working towards being a coach and having clients and being, being known mm-hmm. and working with people consistently like yourself or anyone else, mm-hmm. um, and getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that when that offer comes, if it does, I have, I'm like, yeah, I can do this. So in coaching though, you would rather be a corporate coach than own your own practice. No, I I'd rather own my own practice truthfully but I'm not I'm open to any scenario even owning my own practice I think it's good to be to allow yourself those opportunities yeah own your own practice work with people or if the opportunities present itself um because actually the person we work with now owns her own practice and she does corporate coaching but she also does individual coaching too and she just tells us She's like, here's the dates that I can work with for you guys. The rest are reserved for my other clients. And she does that all the time. So I've seen it, I actually seeing it working in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, no, I, it will always be wanting my own practice and then working with people as needed. So, and then you also have this thing of wanting to do tech. Yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. Okay. I, I, I know I sound very flippant, but it's, I, I've tried to get into tech for the last 10 years. And I think I will need a set of skills to really get them 
to notice me because they don't because to get into tech you really need to have something else because uh, administrative it exists but it's really scarce in that world so to get in tech i'd have to i have to find another way to curate a different skill on my own time um unless the tech you know unless tech industries start to hire coaches to help then that would be a different story but I, in addition to coaching, I would have to start curating another set of skills to get into tech. Because I, I realized a long time ago that administrators, they maybe have one, maybe two postings every couple years. Um, and their expectations are, you need to, first of all, you need to know somebody that you're in tech, that what that's in tech for the ones that you're applying. And their expectations are really high. Their expectations are actually more of like, you You may be an administrator, but we also want somebody who knows about our business and can be in our business. It's almost like it's a jack of all trades kind of position. So it is more of like a, hey, you want this kind of job or want to work in tech, you really have to have some sort of tech skill. What kind so, of tech skills are they looking depends. for? uh sometimes it's marketing sometimes it's sales sometimes it's actual coding and and back-end user front-end user uh capabilities and then sometimes it's um management off like full-on office management as in you are the manager to, to overseeing a bunch of people not just uh dealing with copiers and stuff like that it just depends uh, i've seen a lot of variations um, it also might be easier to get into an admin role now because I finally am working for somebody high enough up on the food chain that would be considered C-suite of some kind, um, as opposed to previous employment where it was like, it wasn't high enough up to uh, even be considered because they want even though it really doesn't matter there i've met some people who are were senior administrators who got fired in the first month because they they couldn't do the job because they couldn't multitask they couldn't do anything and then i've met people that uh it took years for them to get promoted from a really low level be, even though they had all the skills and all the all the ability and the experience so just really it depends on who you know it's not always that easy to get into but we'll see we will see. I have other focuses. The reality, if I have to say this, is like one is keeping the job to get some financial, continue some financial stability and some debt payoff. This, but the main one, the focus is being a coach, having an office to do this in my downtime, not having to cater to. That's also why I'm moving, mm -hmm. having a space. Right. Um, business, yeah, yeah, and being able to organize and map out my life the way I need it to be—that's the hard part. Is when you're in uh, this is this is a, a definitely a personal <clears throat> issue for me. Is that I get very overwhelmed looking at the same space day in and day out. Um, 
So it's like, I've been trying to get through my, my business course that I have because I really want, I, I want to understand the business and what I need to do to move forward, but I can't chip through it because I'm in the same spot almost what feels like almost 12 hours a day and to add another hour whether I take my laptop and go sit on my bed and try to work is it's just a lot it's because I have no break from it there's no sanctuary from mm-hmm. my work ever um for help wind down so I end up stalemating myself which is also why it's like I need an office I should be able to sleep in my bed watch tv in my room whatever I want to do but then go into my office and work that's what's supposed to be for and and work on other things like uh, I miss my podcasts so much um I can't record I can't record in this room (laughs) I could try um but my dog will probably start barking (laughs) and it wouldn't work the sound in here is terrible um but it's things like that. There are things that I want to do again, that to have the space and the ability and the freedom, I may spend a lot of time in my apartment going forward. That's okay. I'll just invite people over with wine. And that's what will happen. Just come to me. Actually, I might get, I might see some of my friends a little bit more because some of them live over there, but yeah, yeah to be able to to bring people into the space and to, and yeah. yeah. So it's going to take some time Okay. or that's, that's, that's a focus for the next. Okay. Yeah. Working on getting your place. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, how are we feeling now that we've had a chance to chat about all this? I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling decent. I'm not, that's it. Not super emotional these days. I don't know why. Um, yeah, it is. We've had a lot going on, so yeah. Uh, you, you too, Missy. You as well. Maybe a little bit. So maybe a little bit. <laughs> a bit. Yeah, but this is yeah. your time, not mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots going on. It's transition. It's the end of the year too, which yeah. is so weird to say that out loud I know last I checked it was like July how did this happen I know it's really strange like Halloween is a week and some change from now yeah and I'm like I mean I do love this time of year coming up like I am a big fan of the holidays I'm not not necessarily the family stuff but I like how I like how the world looks on the holidays yeah makes me happy um yeah yeah you know I mean we don't get snow out here but like it's the decorations and people you know get festive I hate how other people certain act which is really nasty and and like aggressive which I don't think you can avoid in the United States anymore but like I do like the festivities of it all it's Mm -hmm. nostalgia yeah um and yeah it's 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 fun people loosen up a little bit more towards the end of the year we got through the worst of it essentially like we got through the hardest part um and although this year will be 
very weird to not have my ex here and not that he was a lot of fun on the holidays i'm gonna be honest with you um he what he liked to do though he liked to watch real old movies so he did he liked lawrence of alavia uh, alavia wow <laughs> that's great you uh, like to watch movies around the holidays <laughs> <laughs> lawrence of arabia and um ben-hur and all the real like the old school movies that required an intermission in the center of them um <laughs> God, i can't believe i'm gonna write that down somewhere um, <laughs> um nice Freudian slip in there <laughs> i see that <laughs> God. um this is this is why i'm single you can't take me anywhere um wah, wah. <laughs> but uh yeah we did we used to do a lot of movies a lot of long movie marathons and things like that and but he hated new year's he absolutely hated new year's he's the type that went to i i get if you don't want to be in the festivity part but like he go to bed at 8 30 on new year's Eve. like <laughs> really you have a, like a 36 year old girlfriend and you're going to bed on new year's are you nuts yeah Jen. <laughs> last year I stayed up and I was I watching I was I think I was watching Netflix by myself till midnight because I was like you know it's just I don't know so that'll definitely be different but we'll see if um uh, Mr. Luxembourg ever gets here <laughs> he's out of the hospital firstly yes, hospital I know I'm like <laughs> dude yeah it's like get out of the hospital um he says they're still allowing him to come here because it's already because the trip's already paid for. Essentially, it's already set in stone. It's like, well, except for your hotel reservations and your flight and everything else, like, for everything else. But yeah, for everything else. Um, but yeah, they're. Um, it's just kind of insane to see that um, he didn't show up. I'm actually glad he didn't show up this month, though. I'm yeah. actually really glad because. There was not just a lot going on, but it was like I I would not have been in a very good headspace if he had. I hadn't. I mean, my ex and I just broke up not that long ago. It's only been like two and a half weeks. I still have heard nothing. Like it just seems. I don't know. It just seems like a violation of the um, former relationship agreement that's going on in my head of like you don't just go and jump straight into something immediately after you break up with something or maybe I just don't I just I I don't under, there are people who do it all the time I just never been one of them mm -hmm. there is a required morning period before you go and try to impress somebody else um so lots of transition lots yeah. of waiting yeah interesting lots, lots of stuff so okay. okay miss so you're so so now we're going to transfer over to you because i have a question so are you <laughs> so um so when you have you've got clients and and people set up to work with so when did you want us to work together exactly when would you like because i was, like... that, I was yeah. 
trying to think about if there is a potential conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the case really or not, but I feel, I would feel better if we finished our 12 weeks first and then you picked it up after that. That also depends on you and what you, if you want to renew something or move forward or try a different angle with our coaching agreement, then we need to talk about that. But I want to be sure you feel good about where we are with the work we've done before, you know, we make any big decisions. So, yeah, no, um, we're doing really well. I mean, obviously I've been pushed off a cliff to break up with somebody. Um, we're almost you wanted to do that. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> to help you but, do what you said you wanted. Yeah, that's right. No, that's, that's what I mean though. It's like, we were successful and, and now we're almost to the, or getting towards the success of, of moving out. Um, how many weeks do we have left? I don't know. Off the top of my head, we started. How many weeks do we have? So, I think originally we were supposed to end at this period, but we have pushed it out a few times. Yeah, we've had we've had to because of scheduling last week. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at my phone. I could just look at it on my computer. Duh. <laughs> Everything's on here. I did that intentionally. Duh. <laughs> on my computer. There we go. Moving out, clear plan. Okay, expenses. Starting eight six doesn't say the end date. That's it. It's over here. So fancy. Okay, I guess not. If I look at my. We've probably pushed it out maybe three or four times, you think? Yeah, we did. I would put it to maybe mid-November, probably. Okay. Um, Got to look at my books. Let's follow the money. Please work. That was on the sixth. Ending on October 29th, 13 sessions with one session free. Okay. If we moved it out, I know it's been at least three times. Yeah, three times that we've had to cancel. Or move it. Yeah, and I've got, yeah. I've adjusted it too in my calendar a little bit. I don't know if I did for this last week though. 
Let's see. I don't know if I was looking at the right button. <laughs> so many different places to look. <laughs> that that's the big one of like how how do you organize your calendar to make sure that we can track. So I have this pushed out to November fifth. Okay. So if we account for last week, that would put us at the twelfth. Sure. So maybe two or three more weeks. Yeah. Um. I think that's about right. Yeah, I think that's about right too. That would put it three weeks. That would be three weeks from when we originally agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two or three weeks. So we've got two or three more sessions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, in regards to when we, when you and I can start, we could start just to make it even. We could start in December if you'd like, and then we can okay. discuss. We, okay. we still need to have a discussion about what what your goals are so I can draw up a contract and how long and and what we're what your metrics are going to be and then we can we can go from there. What are you thinking about in terms of rate? Well, what are you comfortable with? I know what I'm thinking, but well, what I'm, are you thinking? I was gonna say so six months which is we work together for three since change six months i would say i would say 250 for the six what do you mean to no. Do a session? no, 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 $50 a session. Oh, okay. One of them's free. Okay. So 50 for the, for uh, the six months total. So 1200. Wait, what are we saying? I need to know. Hold on. Let me try this. Let me do this math again. So for 24 sessions, right? 24 sessions. So 1200. No, not that. Let's do okay. How about forty-five dollars a session? So it'd be a thousand eighty for for six months. Okay. Is that is that doable? Yeah, I think so. Are you yeah. sure? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if this is in terms of um, helping with weight goals or health goals to help Jamie, my parents are very open to helping me figure out how I'm going to do that. So I bet I can work out something with them to help me. So okay. I'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah, I think for six that. months, if you if it's not, we can always go back to it. But like just okay. that that's what I'm thinking. Forty five, you know, because our our going rate, like, you know, for people who our first time clients, not, not our fellow coaches, you know, it's going to go 250, 250 an hour, but I'm not, you and I, you were gracious to offer 180 for this 12 weeks. I mean, are you sure? Are you sure you're okay with this? Yeah. Okay. You should get paid what you're worth. <laughs> I know, but it's like, I'm also like, I gave you $180 for 12 weeks. That's why I'm asking. I'm like, are you sure? Well, you you were in a spot where that was workable for you, right? Because you've got these big um, 
health. Yeah. Or financial goals. Right. And part of it for me was learning how to do the work. Right. So this Mm -hmm. was our agreement, but I mean, it's really up to you and your comfort level. If you feel comfortable with that number, then we can do that. I'm comfortable with that number. I'm comfortable with that number. We can get you set up and get you on track so that you can help your cousin and also just get you into a better place. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So, all right. Um, So I'll see you next week. And open up that last slot for the 12th in November so you can book that as well. And we should be good. We should be good to go. Um, are you sure that's gonna be okay? Because that's a long, isn't that a long weekend? The fifth? Um, yeah, it uh well the fifth one's a long weekend. I might need to okay maybe move. Um the twelfth. Oh yeah, that's Veterans Day. That's Veterans Day, yeah. So I don't care per se about that. (laughs) okay just checking but i might oh yeah i can't do the fifth okay i can do the 12th and 19th so i'll move the fifth to the 12th and add the 19th then okay sounds oh. good cool move that down yeah oh sort of related to that so i can't do the fifth because i went and bought a car yay Ooh, i'm so excited hey. um, a birthday present to myself but the car's out in washington state so we're gonna fly out and drive it back so that's great though that yeah. should be so good yeah yeah oh I'm so excited is the it had the exact look that I wanted which ironically was not easy to find this yeah. a green two-door with the white stripes the bonnet stripes right the white top the white mirrors um, I think it's got like black leather interior I don't care about that so much but it does have heated seats and bluetooth Mm-hmm. all I was really looking for I got it at a good price 86,000 miles so not bad yeah it's pretty good I'm for wanted so I'm trying to manifest those things make them happen so we're getting there without <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> on a road trip so yes. yes go see I guess um Idaho Utah Oregon those places so nice that'll be nice yeah yeah Charles is super excited but we'll see I'm not excited about all the driving but I hear the countryside's really pretty so it is it's beautiful I've done Oregon and Washington and and uh Utah Utah is a really cool place it's a cool place I wouldn't live there but it's beautiful like driving through and hiking through is gorgeous absolutely Mm -hmm. So, so All right, miss. All right. Have a good rest of your weekend. Thanks. You too. Take it easy. Rest, relax, slow down, right? Yeah. I'm actually going to get a haircut in a few in another hour. So nice. Cool. I want to get the main thing. (laughs) Okay. All right. right. Well, have a good weekend. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Lauren. Take care. Mm -hmm. Bye.